Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It goes without saying that you're listening to Goes Without Saying, the podcast with Zephy and Wim. <laughs> nice. Horrible. Um, this week we're talking about shadow work and we've whipped up a quick definition for you if you don't know what that is. You've literally stolen it from Google, by the way. But we've changed one word. <laughs> so we've whipped this up. <laughs> okay. Shadow work involves getting in touch with the parts of yourself that you've repressed or what many might refer to as their shadow side. Beautiful. We changed the word dark. It's a shadow. To shadow. <laughs> so in this episode we're talking about shadow work which is kind of as that said getting in touch with your dark side through like things like therapy healing you know um how to get yourself out of, like pits of despair mm-hmm. through kind of getting in touch with the bits of yourself that you don't really like and that are a bit ugly really so i think in this episode we actually have a really nice chat I'll show you mine if you show me yours <laughs> nice <laughs> so yeah we're about to show you ours so yeah enjoy don't be shy <laughs> Um, I've got a little bit of a tickly throat, actually. I know, we're coughing today. <laughs> Ooh. I think it's just allergies. Um, okay, so how's it going? Fill us in. Oh, God. Um, I'm I'm okay today. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, okay today. Lovely. How about you? That's all we needed tonight. <laughs> I do feel like these episodes are, like, time capsules of, like, where you were. Literally. On Tuesday the 12th, 3pm for one hour. You have one hour, one, one hour, hour, one hour. One hour, one hour. It's also weird because I feel like moods just change so much throughout a day that it's, like, at 9am, struggling. 12, yeah. like, 12 noon thriving at 1 p.m struggling again yeah then the next hour like laughing your head off it's just sort of like which hour are you gonna catch me on uh-huh uh-huh we're gonna be so different throughout the day but how are you yeah i'm okay i had a bit of a i don't even want it breakdown is like so extreme but i i had a like a nice cry yesterday that's nice and i was gonna say this to you earlier and i was like not that i cried i was gonna say this point that's coming up get ready (laughs) um i was like oh actually i'll say it for the podcast which then i said makes it sound like whenever we say to each other oh i'm just gonna say it on the podcast it's like oh okay well Mm. i can't wait can't wait to hear what it is but it's just a very empty point but it kind of fits in with the theme of the episode and also that's what i like about these episodes is kind of you just watch us like go through life through the themes of shadow work do you know what i mean shadow work for example Mm. so last night my kind of breakthrough was that 
And it really, it sounds quite extreme, but it's really not. So we've been talking about recovery plans for a while. Mm, I think it was literally just the last episode, but for us, it's been a while. <laughs> for us, it's been, feels like it's been a whole lifetime. Because we think about them all, and we're living these recovery plans. Like, get up, yeah. start the recovery plan, go to bed, do the recovery plan. And the recovery plan is basically the acknowledgement of there is an issue here. We are working with an issue and every day we'll be taking part in small activities very, very consciously and intentionally to work through the issue, which is kind of why Shadow Work came up this week as a good episode. Yeah. Um, oh, I hope it's a good episode. We'll see what you think. <laughs> My thought yesterday was that I kind of realised that I will like have a whole day where I like I I'm like you need to do this today or like if you like blah 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 just you're gonna have a really nice day you're gonna do this you get to do this you're gonna do this blah 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 and when I then can't do that or I can't fulfill that or I get to the end of the day and I'm not feeling great basically I'm setting myself up for failure and I kind of came up with the or just kind of came to the conclusion that if there is a mental health issue here why am I not treating myself like somebody with a mental health issue Mm. as in like i don't know the french language i never did french every day i look at myself i treat myself as if i should be fluent in fucking french and i'm not and then i get annoyed and frustrated why are you not keeping up why don't you understand what's going on like i have never been in the army but i treat myself i expect results like i'm a fucking drill sergeant Sergeant. yeah (laughs) yeah sergeant major some kind of military man (laughs) literally why are you treating yourself like Mm. you need to come tomorrow and be oprah you're not you're not that's not it do you know what I mean? If you just treat yourself as somebody with X, Y, and Z issue or something, do you know what I mean? Literally, yeah. Then the day becomes much more like free and manageable. And like, you're not treating yourself like shit. It takes the pressure off because it's almost like, okay, so right, get up, come on. We are working by like capitalism standards and like all these, uh-huh. like the patriarchy standards of you that I'm going to tell you right now, they're pretty fucking high. Yeah. That you've got to be perfect at every moment. But it's like, actually, if I just treat myself- As what I am. Like I would treat anyone else yeah. i've also been trying to treat myself like a baby i talk about style like you so mm-hmm. often style like you they're a youtube channel i love them they're a mother daughter duo and they have this series called the what's underneath series it's amazing if you don't know it <laughs> that's such a jingle it's amazing, it's, amazing. It's, it's a real like summary there's a video i don't know what her name is but she talks about it that she's recovering from an eating disorder and she decided that she was gonna feed herself as she would feed her daughter so good. she doesn't have a daughter but she's saying i'm imagining i'm gonna make the plates of food that i would make for my child mm-hmm. and it's the most delicious like fruits and vegetables and like all this like amazing food and she's like if i cannot love myself as i would love like my daughter mm-hmm. then fuck that like what am i doing i'm treating myself like shit i'm giving myself plates of shit it's like one cube of cheese for me but my daughter would have all of this it's like what are you doing yeah so i think even beyond food if i'm gonna treat myself like i would treat my child so if my child is sad and they say i want to watch cartoons you better believe they're gonna watch cartoons i'm not gonna be like no homework time for you mm-hmm. no brisk walk get outside put your raincoat on mm-hmm. no it's if i if i want to watch cartoons which spoiler i do I want to watch Scooby-Doo all day. <laughs> I will watch that. Yeah. I will watch that now. Yeah. Because I'm treating myself like I'm a child. It's, um okay, from today onwards, I'm taking care of myself. Yeah. How do you treat yourself when you're taking care of yourself? Why does that sound crazy? It's like, why is it crazy to be like, I'm actually going to take care of myself now? It's like, Jesus, fucking intense. It's so weird. Well, also so much of life is set up 
so that you just treat yourself like a piece of fucking shit for whose benefit can i ask for whose benefit oh it's elon musk my hubby it's <laughs> elon musk benefit hubby he's actually never gonna marry me after he gets all this it's fucking <laughs> jeff bezos i hope he doesn't keep his filthy paws off your silky drawers no i d- as i've said I don't want to marry him, but... But you do, the look on that face. No, I don't. I don't want to marry that man, but I know when we meet, something will happen. I just oh know God. it. Something will happen. <laughs> sparks. Sparks will fly. Okay. Sparks will fly between me and Elon, and it was over for Grimes. I'm so sorry, Grimes. Grimes. But you're, be- you're working, you're literally breaking your back to benefit an evil man. She's going to be eating her little yogurt and fucking couscous. Sludge. Recipe, whatever that was. If anyone else watched that video. If you've seen that video, <laughs> you'll know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what video that is, pretend you pretend I never said anything. Type, will do, and just type in what Grimes eats in a day. I think it's for Vogue or something. I think it's Vanity Fair. The shit Grimes is eating. Someone needs to help her. She's eating sludge. That's self-proclaimed, by the way. I think she calls it sludge, not us. She calls it sludge. And also, if that's what she's feeding her child, Ash X, XYZ. <laughs> she needs to be watching Star Like You. You can say that much. Poor fucking XYZ. Because <laughs> Jesus. Well, that's quite a lovely way to start. So how... Thoughts on shadow work then? Okay. Well, what were you going to say? I was going to say, so how are you taking care of yourself? Because I think that's a part of shadow work. If, what, if these recovery plans, which to be honest, we should... I, I want everyone to create them. I'm kind of thinking it's the best thing on earth. Yeah. So I almost think, what are some things you would put on your recovery plan or have put mm-hmm. on your recovery plan? Like what, if, could you walk us through a day in the life Grimes, what I eat in a day video? What I eat in a day. Okay. <clears throat> well, I, I think a key part of it is that it's very unique mm. to you. And I think a part of it is kind of, um. sometimes I feel like listening to what other people do that makes them feel good can do more harm than good especially if like what makes them feel good feels very like far away or like not accessible to where you are right now yeah yeah i think for a lot of people if you struggle to like eat anything more than a bowl of cereal and like have a shower in a day then it will be really annoying to hear someone be like i phone a friend every single day i get outside of the house i go to the fucking farmer's market and i come back and i have my big salad and i like yeah. I, I go for a 10 mile walk and i do you know what I, it, it's like isn't that's the opposite of a recovery plan literally it's like torture that's the depths of despair instantly yeah and i've done that too like you try and what makes someone else feel good it might not be ready for you yet that's fine and this is the thing about almost resisting the temptation to romanticize your recovery plan yeah that's like okay so i'm gonna like meditate every morning and like yeah that fucking does help me but also i do my meditation like lying in bed like there's a temptation to be like i get on my little cushion i sit up like i do my little meditation Mm. it doesn't have to look like a meditation it can look like you're still essentially asleep but it's literally like you do it on your phone mm-hmm. or it's, we spoke about this in an episode ages ago that one of the thing this is on my thing but i i think one of the things that makes me feel good is watching horror movies yeah if that doesn't make you feel good don't watch a horror movie that could make you feel incredibly bad <laughs> yeah it's kind of not therapist recommends watching a horror movie but for me that makes me feel good because i love them so much i have a deep yeah. love for horror movies fulfilling so every week i watch a new horror movie but it's literally like it's kind of that doesn't go without saying like it's like mm. yeah okay everyone put that on your recovery plan it's like then everyone will be absolutely shit scared for yeah, their life yeah. and also um some people need a different thing in the way of some for some people a recovery plan will be like i'm gonna allow myself to watch half an hour of tiktok every day yeah um which i personally wouldn't recommend but whatever it would fry my brain but 
just because I can't be trusted on a phone. You'll be laughing for that half an hour though. But will I? I'll also be like hating myself. I just can't be trusted with a phone in hand. I can't. Yeah, you'll be laughing for that half an hour and paying the price for the next three hours. So <laughs> for the next, for the next twenty three and a half. Yeah, exactly. Um, but for some, like for some people, it looks like okay, I'm gonna make time to watch a horror movie. But for some people, all they've been doing is watching like horror movies. Yeah. And it's about like okay, I'm gonna make time to like not watch a horror movie. I just think it's so, um, what comes before the recovery plan is like taking stock is your phrase I use often, but I think it's just such a good, because mm. it makes it very tangible and like practical. Wing works in a warehouse, she likes <laughs> taking stock. stock of everything. She's like, so we've got three cans of that beer, yeah. we've got some crates over there. But that's why like, I remember saying in an episode before I get to the end of the day and I treat myself like a bit of an employee, like too much navel gazing mm. or like too much like habit tracking oh. is a little bit destructive for me if I take it in the way of why are you not fucking fluent in French you can't but actually it's like well because I've, I've never done fucking French duh like yeah I don't expect myself to be the person that I'm not yeah perfect perfect you're perfect <laughs> perfect you're perfect so do you think step one of like any kind of I guess you can call it shadow work or like dedication to yourself yeah before you can make any commitment to like right okay I'm gonna fix this it's like you actually need to work out what the issues at hand are because I think I lived a lot of my life like in the dark of just like oh my god I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine but I do have this feeling of like deep despair about mm-hmm. myself but it's all good like I just think it's this I just need to like yeah watch a horror movie but it's like yeah but you can't watch the horror movie mm. until you've worked out why you're watching the horror movie like why do you need to give yourself that like almost what are you working with here mm-hmm. and why do you need to watch the horror movie just make it clear for people <laughs> I, well it's not even specifically about a horror movie yeah. if that's if that's all i've got <laughs> god it's got bad if my issues that my i i say it in every episode i hate to be talking about body dysmorphia <laughs> and then never talks about it <laughs> that's what the plan is about my plan is yeah. to kill emma if you know who emma is who i mentioned in the last episode uh-huh. my plan is to kill emma bury her deep into the grave mm-hmm. that is the plan yeah so that's what the plan is to get me out of so my recovery plan looks like kind of a lot of like not living with guilt about like food and things like that wearing things i actually want to wear and not things that emma wants me to wear which Mm -hmm. is kind of like just wear a fucking sack over you and it's fine (laughs) yeah yeah so i think that's what my plan looks like and then it's also like taking time to actually relax and not like beat yourself up and like hold yourself to this like insane standard yeah so that's why it's things like watch a horror movie because it's like emma would be like no time for you it's time for you to work but emma doesn't rule the fucking she's not the captain of the ship anymore it's been overrun by me she's been overthrown She's been. She's off dead. Honestly, we've made her walk the plank. <laughs> yeah. oh, I love it. Okay, somebody said that shadow work is about acknowledging, interrogating, and working through the things that I've trained my mind to suppress. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you guys, but I think I speak for both Sefi and I when I say that we are better at training our minds to suppress things than we thought. <laughs> yeah i agree with that definitely we're better at training our minds to suppress things than we thought i think you think no, i don't suppress it. i'm very free I'm, i know myself i know my issues and then lo and behold they all come out oh god yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah oh god it's worse than we thought but it kind of made me want to ask the question of i guess it's just shadow work in general but do you think that if you don't address things big insecurities if you don't do the shadow work if you don't do this will it come back to you 
in your life yes and you have to be forced to learn the lesson yes 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 i remember watching does anyone know brene brown or brene brown how have you say her name oh we all do you've told us have we spoken about her i love her my is that someone my therapist told me that i would like kind of literally like two years ago and i do love her well probably like four years ago actually my therapist four told me about years her. ago yeah, yeah. Fucking ages ago the other day you said you were 22 <laughs> i don't know how old i am <laughs> catch me on the right day i think i'm 22 42 who knows how old i think i am 12 even 12 i said earlier to Sefi before recording that half an hour with Sefi makes you 10 years younger <laughs> <laughs> she's running the show 10 years younger so we're gonna get some youth in here guys full of life why was that because i'm energetic just full of life full of beans full of beans full of beans baked beans mm. yeah brenny brown said a thing that i really liked i remember saying this to my dad and i think the quote was it's was like uncultivated creativity is not benign Ooh. and my dad said uncultivated anything is not benign and i agree that it's like anything you do not cultivate within yourself they say you're insecure and you cannot like cultivate some kind of security and self-esteem it's not benign that's going to come up that's going to show up in other areas of your life it's going to keep coming up in different ways so you'll be at the shops and you'll it will come up then when you feel insecure then or you'll feel like this it's like if you don't deal with this if you don't kind of cultivate some self-esteem within yourself it doesn't disappear it's not benign Mm. yeah it's not just going to shrink on its own it's going to keep being dredged to the, dragged up to the surface at any opportunity. So good. Mm. It's not benign. It's not benign. It's cancerous. It's a cancer cell. It's cancer. It's, it is not a benign tumour. It is literally going to keep coming up. Well, that's the thing, is that all insecurity and, like, all self-loathing and all Emma, for example, it wants you fucking dead. Yeah. It wants you still physically living i guess and going through the motions but dead in your soul it is trying to kill your spirit i think crushes your spirit see i can't be on tiktok yeah yeah so true (laughs) it changes my brain it crushes your spirit it really does (laughs) it's too much it's like level up I love that one where it would be like, watch me grow out of my blah, 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 like hiding myself phase. And then we're done. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I phase. love that. Well, that's a nice one. But yeah, it's not benign. So it comes back. It loops. It's going to loop back. But this is why I think it's like a process of unlearning. That term, like unlearning. When I first mm-hmm. heard that, I was like, oh my God. And also, I think my dad recommended a book to me. This is honestly fucking years ago called Undoing Yourself. I don't know what it is. I'm not recommending the book. He reads all kinds of which. It's probably a psychedelics book, but I remember it was called <laughs> Undoing Yourself or like something about undoing the things that you've mm-hmm. like learned. And I just remember thinking that was so great before this was like a big discourse of like unlearning is unlearning. Mm-hmm. It actually is like you need to undo the shit that was done to you when you were a, t- a teenager and a child uh-huh. because it seeps in so early that it almost is so hard to distinguish between like that like the fabric of your life and your insecurities it's like mm-hmm. which one came first it's like chicken or egg like which one came first you were insecure or you were living a life it's like oh no they're the same thing mm-hmm. so now it's like how do you have a life where you're not insecure yeah who were you before you learned to hate yourself that's what we said before who were you before you learned to hate yourself i remember though i don't know I have to go back and do you remember because i remember myself before i understood like the influence of like the patriarchy and like all of that stuff of like how small i should want to be tell us about it i just was such i mean i'm a confident person now but i was Mm -hmm. a confident child almost i think it was before the like ideals of femininity got placed onto me Mm. i remember it 
I specifically think like at stage school, like like at stage school when I was younger, I remember just being so confident, like such a like first to stand up, like first, like I'm going to be the main part, like kind of I'm the bossy bossy. I was just such a bossy child. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I just very much feel like before the ideals of like how a woman should act, how ladies should be in this in civilized society. Mm. I remember being like, feeling very unstoppable. And I think that's the thing I'm trying to get back to. Yeah, yeah. How old do you think you were when it like kicked in? Literally the second I grew boobs, literally the second I became like developed, which the second I got my period, which was so young, I was in year five. As soon as I developed a woman's body, Mm -hmm. I just could feel the societal change and therefore the change in myself. What about you? Do you think you remember a time like that you're unlearning to get back to? It's hard because I think it's so, it can be so early on that it's, it's almost like I don't, I just know like before I could even talk, like I know, like I look at babies now being walked down the street with their parents and I, I can see all of the ways that they are being moulded and shaped. Totally. Well, that's the thing. It, there is a certain level that's literally inescapable. We don't live in a vacuum, but it would be great if we did. <laughs> oh, a vacuum cleaner, Dyson vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Let me live in there. Well, also, this is, again, what I was saying about what I love about Sefi. I feel like the confidence of Sefi bombs us both. Like, I need <sighs> to be around someone who is so um kind of... You're, you're quite extreme <laughs> quite extremely I'm radical man yeah you're quite radically and i like everyone has insecurity it goes out saying mm. everyone has insecurities but just yeah i don't know if it's my confidence that's balming you it's the worst confidence to be balming it's like the <laughs> least it's a bad shield <laughs> it's like oh god it's like made out of kind of marshmallows <laughs> like the worst <laughs> shield ever created is like shielding us both it's like armor <laughs> like, made we out are of... fucked <laughs> made out of spaghetti it's like it's not gonna help me <laughs> no but there is something you just i always say Sefi just like moves through the world you navigate the world with obviously really real insecurities but at the same time a strong self-belief mm. and and like as, as there's some part of your self-belief that cannot be shaken like you're quite unrivaled in your outrageous <laughs> sense of self which i guess sounds this sounds like it's a fucking character and it's not a real person but yeah what the hell i love the sound of them <laughs> no it's true it's true though i think you can see that i uh, well i agree but i almost think that i've lost a certain amount of it like because I think I, if I felt unrivaled in my sense of self, if I feel unrivaled in my sense of self now, mm-hmm. Jesus, I felt confident back then. Like when I would be like, right, we need a boy to play Danny in Greece. My hand is going, I will pl- I will be playing Danny and Danny Rizzo Zuko. kind of thing. Like I will be Danny, Zuko, I will be Rizzo. And also I want to be Knicky. She's not like other girls. I was honestly. Knicky was a hottie. I never liked Knicky. Never. Did you know? I only had eyes for Danny. <laughs> only had eyes for Danny Zuko. I never laid eyes on you. <laughs> I should never laid eyes on you. Keep your piece of tin. <laughs> so good. Yeah, it was kind of not like other girls, but not in a not. Like, I genuinely... You just genuinely weren't like the other girls. <laughs> no, not even like that. I genuinely felt confident enough yeah. to be friends with everyone and that there would be no reason why I wouldn't be playing the main part or I would there'd be no reason why I wouldn't be having... like. If the choice, it's not even about gender in terms of you can play Danny or you can play Sandy. <laughs> Stay. 
school all the people there like jesus we didn't know that shit was impactful that's the thing is i remember stage school and i remember i'm like placing you <laughs> you yeah, as yeah, yeah, your yeah. danny <laughs> which is to be honest i never no i never played danny it was it was never that i got it it was that in my mind yeah. i felt like i can be anyone here yeah yeah well i also think oh, it's just funny isn't it because same yeah life will give you like shaking moments all the time and boy does it and boy does it yeah and it doesn't hold back life's not playing (laughs) relentless life did not come to play (laughs) how do you think i hope you can stop me if this is too personal Mm. or you don't feel like chatting about this but how do you think your sense of self and that confidence and all of these things that we're talking about has changed since having like a public space i.e doing a podcast and being sefi from sefi and wing oh my god as if that would be too personal (laughs) i talk about the most bullshit shit on here um i don't know i feel like that's something we talk about all the time mm-hmm. and without i think part of us doing this sorry i'm itching my leg if you can hear that i'm scratching my leg part of us being able to do this is it goes without saying without trying to like give a certain part of the story or like make you listening understand it in a certain way you will just take whatever you take from it and i hope that it's like meaningful or like a bit funny in some way just on in the background whilst whilst you do something else but yeah we we're never gonna tell we can't depict ourselves accurately we're never gonna feel like we've perfectly represented ourselves to you listening and that's a misfortune that we're still grappling with every single day but it's the only way this can carry on but so within that kind of limitation of like you've got kind of five minutes to talk about it how do you think like what are some of the ways that it's impacted it i think at first i got worse and now i'm getting better oh i love it like at first when it's like okay we're gonna do a thing without even going into like what happened in our own personal lives personal but I just, lives. our joint personal life our joint personal life at the very beginning of us starting this, there was a lot of resistance from our like outer circles that um, felt very like, God, we had to very much trust ourselves that we wanted to do this. And I think that's something that anyone that does, is even trying a thing, you're starting an um, Instagram page about you love basketball and everyone's like, what the hell? Who do you think you are to speak about basketball? LeBron James? <laughs> Michael Jordan? <laughs> I don't think so, mate. <laughs> so I think that there was the like, to be expected like self-doubt that came from it was like internal self-doubt that was caused by or prompted by an external self-doubt an external doubt Mm. from people which i think that obviously just made it feel very like oh god like am i doing a crazy thing like oh fuck like okay there are like eyes on me now like Mm -hmm. but then as i learned to get over that then the external opinions kind of shifted which was quite nice but i definitely think i feel that i had to accept the idea of people listening in a different way. I don't think it will ever, ever, ever be comfortable to be placed on a pedestal. I think it's, pedestals turns out, like for our whole lives we've been told, oh yeah, you should, you should want to be on a pedestal. That's what you should aim for. As soon as you're on the pedestal, it's literally like the most uncomfortable thing you've ever sat on. <laughs> like, it's like, fuck, who built this chair? Mm-hmm. It's fucked, hurts my back. Mm-hmm. It will never be comfortable, so it's <laughs> fucked. How do you think shadow work has, and, and like, what is the conscious... Do you know what I mean? How has a conscious, like, practice come into you navigating a public space? I don't know. I'm feeling like a lot of the heat's on me here. I want to throw that back at you. I just... I was going to say earlier, I just love speaking to you. What a blessing this is. Yeah, but I love speaking to you. What, is, what do you think? About what? All of that. Do, do you, But I want to first of all know, like, what? how are you with the public space thing? Like, do you think that you... Like, like what self-doubt and stuff has come in there? Like, do you think you're kind of on some road to, like, quote-unquote recovery? 
from what we've done to ourselves. I, God, I fucking hope that's the road I'm on. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, recovering from whatever this is. The mess we created. Yeah, it's funny because I was saying the other day, like, having the awareness of, like, having a few eyes on you and, like, a few perceptions of you is, like, quite uncomfortable and quite startling and confronting. And then what makes it even more uncomfortable is the fact that, like, from the outside you're just your everyday joe and like in reality there aren't really that many eyes on you so you shouldn't really be finding this hard to handle and even like i have an awareness of you now listening thinking oh you're not fucking kylie jenner is what we always say and we'll be the first to say we're not kylie jenner i don't know how she does it (laughs) ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I think it's weird. I was also saying earlier before we started recording that I just think like British culture, if there is one, shots fired, but British (laughs) culture is not, it doesn't scream cultivate self-love to me. It more so screams like shut your fucking mouth, be quiet and just like how dare you not mind yourself. I just think it's very, very confronting. But I also think I wouldn't be... I mean, something comes out of confrontation. So, like, I think I wouldn't know myself in the same way. I definitely wouldn't know you in the same way. Like, <laughs> we might have a normal relationship if we didn't do that. <laughs> we might, yeah. This might be a parallel universe where we're normal. Might just be normal <laughs> friends that meet up for, like, brunch and things like that. <laughs> Who knows? But still, I would rather not be there. Yeah, same. I think it's made me go through a million different points of Ariana Grande points of view I often see myself through imagined perspectives of everyone that I imagine could be listening your imagined audience and sometimes that's good and sometimes that's bad I've said this before but I definitely think it makes you confront things in like the most head-on way just in in terms of this is whatever you do but like making a commitment to yourself in some way and I think this podcast is one of the forms or this space whatever mm-hmm. um whatever you want to fucking call it I don't mind <laughs> Um, call us a boy band (laughs) literally like every boy band we're not a boy band (laughs) 
You can call us a boy band. <laughs> We're not fast. Yeah, I actually think we are a boy band. I think that's quite fun, actually. I would love to be a boy band. Yeah, that's cute. Same. I'd love to be a boy band. Okay, that's cute. Maybe we're all in a boy band together. That Simon Cowell's curated us together. Oh. <laughs> I want to get him involved. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay, fine. Simon's curated us together <laughs> and we're all now, just turns out we're best friends. And we're going to buy him out <laughs> and end the contract immediately. I'd, I want to renew though. No. I want to renew and then we all fall out and it all goes to shit. No. <laughs> yeah, go on. This makes, I feel like this is one of our ways in which we're committing to ourselves. Like, okay, we're actually going to do something. And I have experienced like, I okay, so let me bring it up one more time. Body dysmorphia, whatever. She's actually getting bored of herself. Meanwhile, we're all loving it. Sefi, give us more and tell us more. <laughs> and she's like, ugh. <laughs> can't bring myself to speak about it literally so that i think if i didn't have this and i was like okay right okay so i've got to solve this or i'm not gonna be able to do a fucking good job here i'm gonna just like be fucking weird not be able to be honest and all of this shit but i would have had that say i worked in my old job at a a magazine when i worked there like my little wedding magazine that i worked on my gap year if i was still there now and i never met wing we're never doing this if i was still there jesus i would be depressed but if i was still there now Mm -hmm. i would still have all the same feelings of like oh i feel like i look like shit oh like i'm just i would still have all of that but it would probably just go unsolved because i hadn't made a commitment to myself in the same way Mm -hmm. that i think doing something that's a bit different or a little bit weird or whatever not even that that this is at all it makes you be like okay then what else can I do? Like, is there anything else that I need to look at, open up and be like, fuck, that's fucking hideous. Those thoughts are so ugly. I need to fucking sweep the carpets out here. Like this needs to be cleaned out. I can't come to an episode stung. So I need to figure out what's stinging Literally. me here. Where are the wasps? Where's the wasps nest at? I need to figure it out. Whereas I think I could have, and I did for a year, sit at a desk yeah. feeling the sting, but it didn't matter because all I needed to do was do some tweets uh-huh. and that was fine. Yeah, I definitely now feel the like, right, okay, so you need to sort some fucking shit out here. Not bad, hey? So let's do it publicly. Um, I actually can't find the point, but I did see a point earlier that someone put that I thought was quite interesting that someone said that they're scared of shadow work because because it's almost like going through your mind that you don't know what's going to be in there. Like you're unlocking things you don't need to... I think I've got that. Go on. Someone says, doesn't sound like something I'd want to do on my own because of potential triggers or trauma. Is it that one? That makes a lot of sense. No, the other one was saying that's like, oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay, got it. But the other one was like, <laughs> oh, I don't really like the idea of you know, like going hunting for things. because mm-hmm. And it reminded me of something that I once got, not in an argument, but got in a heated discussion with my granny about mm-hmm. where she, I was talking, this was ages ago about meditation. And I think my dad had bought this like absurd like headset that like monitored your brain waves when you meditate. It was like the most unnecessary, oh, wow. unmeditative <laughs> thing you could do. Featuring a lot in this episode, your dad. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he really does. She should have got him on. But then, and my granny was saying something like oh I don't like meditation because you don't know what you're gonna find in there and I thought like that's the most stupid thing I've ever fucking heard like yours mm-hmm. like what the hell if there are things you don't want to find it probably means you need to find them mm-hmm. but it was an interesting conversation because she was saying like I don't think some things need to be dug up and I was saying everything needs to be dug like I'm a little grave digger over here like dig it up me too but don't you think we've been on a bit of a I don't know maybe this is just in my mind but I feel like we you and I Mm -hmm. have been on a little bit of a journey in like thinking about I remember before we used to be like 
like distraction like well you need to be distracted from your own self-hatred do you you distract like, and like, turns out the answer is yes <laughs> you should spend nine hours a day reflecting on who you are and blah 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 yeah we never said that but you get what i mean i feel like my general gist on navel gazing mm. is yeah like sometimes it is not the most helpful thing that you could do. I think some things, like if you can't be trusted to sit down- To go digging. And go digging, yeah. And like be committed to finding what you're going to find. Because also I think some people confuse shadow work and like self-reflection with a deep discomfort with themselves and looking for problems. And it's actually a bit of self-sabotage yeah. that's being concealed and like masked and presented as- self-help and therapy but it's actually you sabotaging yourself definitely and almost how trusted are you with that information like i've definitely been in insecure places before where i found the information of okay i found the wound but i've kind of mistaken the wound for a different wound and i actually think the answer is extreme productivity i've got to work my way out of this but actually the answer is lie down you know what it could look like mm. every time i go to record an episode of that goes out saying i feel a little bit like oh i feel a bit on edge i feel a bit on edge it must be because this isn't right for me mm. the podcast needs to end dot oof fuck in my mind that is a self sabotage that wasn't what you thought it was that wasn't you couldn't be trusted do you know what i mean yeah literally so let's hope that doesn't happen hey <laughs> jesus <laughs> unless you're absolutely hating this then i guess you can start rooting for it to end but i think the podcast needs to end dot that will be the <laughs> yeah, name of our dot. final episode the podcast needs to end dot, dot. <laughs> oh my god no but I, d- I completely agree that sometimes you trick yourself into thinking that things aren't right for you or people aren't right for you mm-hmm. purely because you cannot work out what's actually going on there and some people aren't right for you and some things aren't right for you you're scared of success you're scared of happiness you're scared of true love you're scared of appreciation you're scared of like um order wow you're scared of routine and structure do you know what i mean yeah wow this is great if if you've had things yeah like you're scared of being vulnerable if you've had things that have been in the past um withheld from you or have been uncomfortable for you then yeah you're gonna struggle to accept that for yourself and it will be you're on the pedestal and it's a really uncomfortable pedestal to be on yeah because you'll think it doesn't feel right for you but it's actually just that there are some other issues about what you think you deserve and you you're on a pedestal but you think you deserve a bin (laughs) so it's like okay so why does this pedestal feel a bit weird yeah a bit fucking smooth and shiny i don't really like the feel of this pedestal on my skin but it's like yeah it's because you want fucking rubbish (laughs) you want like garbage (laughs) on you so it's like yeah it would feel wrong wouldn't yeah 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 you think you're like at the what's it teen choice awards like you should be covered in slime like you think you should be observing it just like getting <laughs> yeah. slimed yeah but it's like actually this throne feels a bit uncomfortable uh-huh. it's like maybe you fit the throne yeah it's true or maybe you fit somewhere in the middle you fit just like a wooden chair and is that not fine mm-hmm. just sit on the wooden chair it's all good so true what do you think do you think where do you think you are with like dealing with problems finding problem like do you know what i mean can you be trusted with shadow work mm, i think i can be trusted with shadow work <laughs> this is absurd sorry <laughs> just hearing that sentence back 
I think I can't be trusted with shadow work. The sincerity of us. Can you be trusted with shadow work? I think I can be trusted with shadow work. I love when we act dumb, we do an American accent. It's like the most offensive thing. But no, oh, I hate that. If you're from America, just know that every other country does your accent when they pretend they're dumb. No, that's horrible. Well, I actually think it's changing. I think it's, I think Love Island has turned the tides. Yeah, 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 so true. And now people do this gimmicky, like, all right, love. Like a regional British accent. Yeah, they do. Yeah, all right, love. Yeah, all right, bruv. Come on then. So true i think it's us now that's fine that's all right we deserve it honestly our self-esteem's not low we can handle it (laughs) (laughs) how the doorbell oh i think that's my urban outfitters order oh wow some dresses on the way i can't wait quick change (laughs) it's real singing one touch from me for when you edit (laughs) oh maybe i should stop this no i'm just gonna let it play Hello. So it wasn't the Urban Outfitters. Oh, what was it? It was a local author trying to sell her book. Oh, God, that's sweet. She said, do you want to read a small paragraph of my book? Mm. And I said, I don't have time right now. I said, I'm in a meeting. <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm actually in a meeting right now. She said, I'll come back another time. It's like, please, <laughs> please don't. I can't read the small paragraph. Aww. She seemed really nice, but that's nice. I've never had that before. No, I've never. Oh, hang on. Someone at my door. Okay. <laughs> My um Jack was just like, um, you should do that. It's like what go door to door Door to door. Please listen to my podcast. <laughs> I've got actually a podcast. Um you might like it. Let me play you a short excerpt. Short snippet. <laughs> Great marketing. What are we saying? What a real sore throat in here. Really? This little throat of mine, yeah. Oh, that's horrible. You sounded like filch then. Oh see ya. Oh, oh, we're <laughs> yeah. in trouble. Still hot. Still hot. <laughs> Students out of bed. Oh my god. You were saying. Sh- can we be trusted with shadow work? I don't know. I don't know. You were saying you can be trusted with shadow work? I think I can as long as I'm doing all my things that make me okay. And <laughs> that I can be trusted when I believe I'm trustworthy. Yeah. One of my big things actually in in kind of my shadow work, mm-hmm. which I don't actually really call it shadow work. Like I would be like therapy, meditation, mm-hmm. yoga, all of this stuff is getting in touch with myself. Someone said, is shadow work just a hip word for therapy? <laughs> and someone else said something along the lines of like, it's, it's therapy or something, but shadow is just a word we've clung to and exhausted, which I thought was funny. It kind of reminds me of us when it's like, and the girl had a shadow. Oh, God. It's like, it kind of is that. I'm scared. Which I do love. I love the idea of having a little shadow self as long as they're not wearing a red jumpsuit with red scissors coming after my life. Oh, my God. So you can be trusted with shadow work as long as you're maintaining what you're taking care of yourself, basically. But I also think one of the things that I've learned through my quote-unquote shadow work, all my, like, fucking all my stuff mm, is mm. that i'm actually in certain ways not trustworthy and it has made me more trustworthy unreliable narrator to know that i am untrustworthy i am not trustworthy nick carraway like i can't trust my own mind yeah nick, nick carraway <laughs> i cannot trust my own mind to you're like a rose <laughs> what's going on <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry just quoting caspi <laughs> isn't he like a rose it's like shut up daisy and care for your child <laughs> hope she's a beautiful little fool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it's kind of about the intention as well. It's like if you go into shadow work, if you go into journaling, convinced that you absolutely loathe yourself, 
then like don't be surprised if you come out of it feeling like god i've written some really horrible things about myself yeah and i still kind of believe them have we said that i think we've said this before but this is one of our main why would i go looking for someone who's trying to kill me that's not (laughs) what we hadn't said before the thing that we i was wondering if we actually said this on the podcast before i'm sure we have but we live by this you will find the evidence for what you choose to believe we said that a lot we say it all the fucking time yeah yeah yeah. okay good it's a good one i lose track there have been so many of these apps Mm. So many conversations. So many hours of them. <laughs> hours. Like, literally like 60 hours now. I'm so sorry for everyone having to listen to that. Uh-huh. An abundance. What a waste of... A royal waste of time. Their choice, not ours. Definitely not ours. I would not choose for anyone to listen to that. But yeah, it's like you... If you sit down feeling shit, yeah, in your journal, you will be served shitness because you will find the evidence for what you choose to believe. You will find, oh, my friend actually looks at me a bit like that. And oh, my skirt doesn't fucking fit right. Oh my God, like I fucked up my A-level exam. You'll find the evidence. Mm -hmm. But if you're feeling good, you'll actually feel like, oh, my hot chocolate is tasting quite delicious today. Um, like quite nice it looks like sunny mm-hmm. you'll find the evidence for what you choose to believe and I think that is life-changing when we made that kind of yeah. um switch in our life together I think it's um you have to choose that every day though yeah there are days when I'm like confirmation advice nah I just actually am a piece of shit yeah like I have to, and that's kind of to draw back to the question about what's on my recovery plan <laughs> the sacred texts of my recovery plan <laughs> so literally it came down um, on 10 stone yeah. tablets we've written these on yeah marked in stone and I've said this before but part of it is about being really disciplined yeah because I'll be the first person to be like no oh, fuck that I'm not doing it like I'll just be a miserable piece of shit then like fuck it like I can't be bothered to try and make this any better like I actually just I have just the conclusion is I hate myself and I'm gonna stick with it but actually that only comes from me not being like how to hold myself accountable to it because also that's the thing it's not even just in the morning it's like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's uh, like, yeah, okay, I need to remind myself I'm doing that. Every hour on the hour. Can't, yeah, like... Needs to be happy hour. When I wake up, I need to be at lunch. I need to remind myself before I go to bed. I need to remind that to remember that. And also before I have like a big phone call at three, I need to probably remind myself before and after that. Like, mm-hmm. it's just making this conscious commitment to like, I am not going to waste my life. I want to have a fun life. Get in the habit of reminding yourself because that's all your your life is just a collection of habits. Oh, that's stunning. I will tell you, my habits are not looking good. <laughs> they are not up to scratch They're with what I would like to offer on Sephi and Wink. They're bad. Mm-hmm. What What are some of your bad habits? Um. <laughs> um. She picks her nose. <laughs> <laughs> bad habit a bad habit is like i wake i would wake up and be on my phone yeah absolutely sorry real coughs mcgee over here one sec (coughs) (coughs) fuck bring it up god imagine i just see you die on facetime oh my god we joke about dying on facetime so much that sometimes i actually think is that how we're gonna go i know (laughs) i don't think it will be a death like that though i think it will be like murdered on facetime like as in someone comes in and like that's what we always say is like i see i said i'm like wait who's in the with you and she like turns around and then like someone grabs her like i can just see her being dragged off of the fucking camera oh that's not (laughs) 
<laughs> just that's what we do when we FaceTime. That's good. Anyway, bad habits. Yeah, habits is like just waking up. I was literally saying to my boyfriend yesterday, I was like, I need to. Because also, I'm quite an early riser. Mm. And th- that time, like waking up in the morning is very... I mean, I know it's like a throughout the day thing, but I'm very much setting the tone. And if I wake up early and I wake up earlier than him or earlier than like the majority of fucking human beings, yeah. that's a lot of hours before the day has begun for me to run riot with my own mental Spiral. health and drag myself down to the depths of hell. Yeah. And that happens. A surefire way for me to do that is be on my phone. And I never used to be like crazy on my phone. I think a part of it is having this space. And I also think maybe the pandemic kind of, so much of the way that I was seeing the world was just through this little device in my hand. The digital realm is the only realm. Yeah, yeah. It's the domestic sphere. And the digital sphere. And the digital sphere, and that's it, yeah. That's it, all you have. And the supermarket sphere. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, you have nothing else. So I just need to really, and I always am, like, talking about being intentional. Like, everywhere, my journal, my notion, my fucking, everywhere. I may as well have it painted on the fucking wall. I literally will put, right, are you going to be intentional today? Question mark. Like, a bit rude to myself, to be honest. Yeah. Because it is that deep. It's like, you're either going to be intentional and have a nice life, enjoy yourself, or you're going to be a piece of shit again. So which one is it, you silly little thing? You're going to live your silly little life without your silly little intentions. It's like, I need to come with intention. I'm intentionally going to try and not hate myself today. What a what a vision. <laughs> what a vision. Because even being intentional, it goes beyond like the big deep shadow work of like, oh my God, what is that? That sounds fucking terrifying. Do I have to go and do that like at midnight with a lit candle? And mm, can do. Walk three times in a circle. Like it sounds like kind of a witchcraft vibe, mm-hmm. but it's like actually like just being intentional with like, I want a cup of tea. I'm going to make a cup of tea rather than in my shitty like stained mug. I'm going to wash up the mug Mm -hmm. get my favorite mug wash it up and have my tea in there because that will increase that will make me happy that will increase me by like Mm -hmm. 0.3 percent it's not about these deep life lessons every day huge life transformational things it's habits if i made my bed this morning how would that improve my day oh well i'm not hanging around in a messy room then okay because i always do this i'm not intentional with my days in this way which i actually think is a bit of a problem i think my habit every day is just to not get dressed Mm. i love being in pajamas i won't hang around in the clothes i like my pajama pajamas but i have a i've got three stages of clothes i've either got pajamas indoor clothes and outdoor clothes which is weird it is weird and my indoor clothes is what like the step that's in between pajamas and like actual clothes like i would never hang out in like jeans and now i've got to the point where i don't even like leggings like i will be in like shorts or trackies and like a little top every day like there's indoor clothes and i wouldn't go i wouldn't really leave the house in them Mm -hmm. i never put on makeup i never really do my hair or anything it's like actually i waste days like that and i do think there's something very stunning about not getting dressed but i also think it's about not valuing the day almost like Mm -hmm. i i just am almost just gonna waste that day and just be in my like um indoor clothes all day this sounds stupid but it's like just putting on eyeliner like i feel i've worn the same makeup look i haven't honestly changed my makeup routine since i was 12 and i probably should it's been winged eyeliner mascara nothing else since i was 12 maybe there was a phase where i wore dream matte mousse in the middle of that when i was like 13 but those days are long gone unspoken times and i just think now it's like one of my intentional things it's like would i like to get dressed today would i like to wear a dress today would i like to wear some dungarees today who knows but it's like actually making the effort to not just assume oh it's like a, a shorts day you're in my little shorts it's a throwaway day just yeah. a throwaway i think i view a lot of my days 
as throwaway days and I tell myself that it's a throwaway day through my clothes. I 100% agree. I 100,000 billion percent agree. Also, outdoor clothes make up like 10% of my wardrobe at this point. Like, yeah, which I think is a problem. And I also think, um, again, to talk about the pandemic, which maybe is boring for people, but I also think probably quite important to talk about it because otherwise you forget how big of an impact it's had maybe you could never forget how big the impact has been but I think it's just quite interesting because I think I've probably undermined what it has done to me or for me to spend a year like only seeing myself through my laptop camera yeah and like not being confronted with people seeing me in real life for example it's just and also not seeing other people in real life i'm seeing people on their stories with a beautiful filter on it's just your whole perception on like what is real changes is very like warped yeah well i even thought that when we saw each other when we had our stunning reunion picnic that was on live and it's on our instagram now if you haven't seen that you can watch it back yeah you should watch it it's so cute yeah it's on our igtv but i remember we met like we were met outside the shops and I saw you and <laughs> it was like seeing someone that you have all the features of the person I've been speaking to for the past year. It kind of sounds like I had an online romance. I've known Wing for years, <laughs> but like we just didn't see each other for over a year. Yeah. And it was like you had all the features, but your mannerisms were different. Yeah. You're a tall person. It made me re- remember that I'm a short person. Like we don't stand next to each other in the same way. Like it's it's just interesting Yeah. when you see you again. It's like, oh, like you are exactly what I remember but you're also like you're kind of um impersonating wing yeah like it's like oh who is this kind of i met your tethered yeah well that's weird that's scary yeah well that's also i think i kind of think that's what it's been like for me coming out of lockdown i do kind of feel like i'm impersonating me because part of me is like who is that if i feel like a completely different person since like march 2020 when like we first went into lockdown oh my god yeah also like i was a, i was literally like a different age like a lot of time has passed like i I just I who am I now like I'm meeting that person again you met me and I too feel like I was meeting me for the first time as well in a really weird way I feel like I'm still figuring that out getting adjusted to like being out and about I completely agree I completely agree I, I think it's a bigger deal than, than we're letting on because it is meeting a different version of yourself and letting the world meet a different version of yourself and you'll be doing it like this is Harry this is to you that it's like you would have done you have grown in so many ways that you won't have realized because I think that's one of the things that if you look at it now and it's like well I haven't really grown like or it's like quick back to the or like oh I've just been in my fucking bedroom for a year or um I have the same job I don't really look any different been in these joggers for a whole year I haven't got dread, like, and it doesn't yeah. matter if you had some huge hair transformation. I went into this as a brunette, and now I'm a blonde. I've changed so much. Mm. No, I was 19, and now I'm 21. It doesn't have to be like that. No, it doesn't have to be like that at all. Well, that is pretty crazy. There'll be loads of things that you wanted that you didn't have then and there'll be loads of things that have happened that you wouldn't have expected to happen that are now things in your life i saw a really nice tweet i'm gonna have to read it it was a sequence of tweets it's just you're perfectly like describing it so i just have to read it out (laughs) which everyone's like boring don't do that but it's actually cute so someone put up a picture saying someone left a plant in the office for a year and a half and it's like this sprawling plant like this plant has like it's just a little like house plant or office plant but it's like grown all over the chair now it's like doing quite a nice little ivy how's one to know it's kind of swooping all over the room someone replied saying i wish i was thriving this much after being neglected for a year and a half funny 
That's quite sad. Yeah, but I mean, they got 7,000 likes so far and counting. Hasn't even been 24 hours. I wish I was thriving this much after being neglected for a year and a half. And someone replied saying, you've grown, but maybe it hasn't been as noticeable. Do you have better root systems now? (gasps) Yeah, I like that. And they replied saying, oh my God, I just re-examined everything I thought I knew. Thank you. Blah, blah, blah. That tweet came from at SQL Cheesecake. (laughs) 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 It's like, are we on Club Penguin? <laughs> the most profound corners of the internet I circle around. But it's true, don't you think? Like, maybe you have grown. Maybe it isn't noticeable to you right now, but p- perhaps you have better root systems. Yeah, it's like, yeah, your roots, you can't see them. They're in the dirt, mm-hmm. but there's stuff going on here. Yeah. Stuff that you can't see is changing. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You have a better foundation of who you are, what you want. Or maybe your foundation has been more shaken and you feel like you're having a whole, the whole side of your house is being renovated and now you're digging up the foundations of you could feel more More confused confused and lost than ever and that's also fine same and in loads of ways i do Mm -hmm. in loads of ways i feel way more confused but then i I do think there's the there's the the basis of knowing what happens when you're stripped from society in a certain way other than like your immediate Mm -hmm. friends and family and then like the digital sphere what happens to you and it's like it's this weird thing where it's like okay well i guess i work on myself Mm -hmm. and like not in an active way i don't like as much there have been like active periods of growth Mm -hmm. there's just been like this underlying growth Mm -hmm. that has happened and i think that will have happened to more people than they realize definitely it is a weird thing is it when you compare yourself to that march 2020 person wow that is crazy and how could something of this scale not be completely life altering like something in you will have shifted slightly and maybe there's a parallel universe out there now where like you never found goes out saying and this never happened and blah 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 blah. and we're probably thriving everybody still likes us (laughs) are we I hate to put it out there. Are we wrapping? I think we're wrapping. Oh, step on anybody's toes, but yeah. We're gift wrapping, a little bow on top, and it's delivered right mm-hmm. to Apple Podcasts and Spotify near you. Yeah, I guess this is it. I guess this is it. We'll give you a space. We'll be back for you in another week. Come and claim you again then. If you don't hear from us. Assume the worst. Oh my God, I love this. <laughs> Sorry, we have a podcast. I actually love them. I can't. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com